and your radios are tuned in to W272BA, 102.3 FM and 91.5 FM, WMIE. You have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In it. This day. Yes, this Friday. It's a day of rejoicing. Friday? It's a day of love. Friday? Yes. Yes. (laughs) God loves us. God loves us. He loves us. And there's nothing that we can do to make him love us anymore. And there's nothing that we can do to make him love us any less. God loves us. He loves each and every one of us. He loves us. He loves us. He just loves us. Oh, man, the word of God is so powerful. Mm -hmm. No wonder the word says the word of God is quick. Mm -hmm. It is sharp. And not only sharp. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. It's a discerner of the heart. It can cut out all the junk out of our life. The Word of God. Lord, I love your Word. Lord, I love your Word. It is my meditation. It is my love book. Lord, I love your word. Can someone catch this on this Friday morning saying, Lord, I love your word. It is my meditation. When the Bible declares, it says we ought to meditate on the word. When? Day and night. We are to meditate on it. And then we will observe to do those things that it says, and then it will make our way prosperous in this life. Mm-hmm. For God has given unto us everything pertaining pertaining to life and godliness. How powerful true that is. Mm-hmm. That was on my heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to die. This morning, take it away. Yes, it's good because that has to be our <clears throat> meditation of who God created us to be. And we were talking yesterday about Saul, his conversion on to Paul, and the confidence that he found in the Lord Jesus Christ, through the Lord Jesus Christ, the peace that he found, because he did some despicable things throughout his life. He did. He went and he grabbed, snatched people out of houses, imprisoned them, people who, who were following the way, people who were following Christ. But then he had an encounter with the true and living God, and he was fully converted. And there was a lot of people who doubted that he sincerely changed. There was a lot of people who were still afraid of him and they wouldn't gather with him as a brethren. And they were saying, no, he's trying to trick us. He's trying to act like he got converted so he could get a bunch of Christians together and then he could kill us. That's the kind of reputation that he had. There was only a few that stuck with him in the beginning and mentored him and trained him up. The rest of them were like, no, we don't want no part of whatever he got going on because he's trying to trick us. But this same Paul... Yes. The same one who did all this manners of evil in the past, 
after he had an encounter with Jesus Christ, he continued to persevere. He continued to teach about the grace of God. Why? Because he was graced much. He received much much mercy. He received (laughs) much grace. So he began to teach on that, how to overcome the mind, how to overcome guilt and shame, how to be transformed and renewed through the word of God. First in our mind. That's what the epistles are. The word epistle means a very long letter with a purpose. And he wrote a lot of these letters during times of incarceration, during times of house arrest. Did he do anything wrong? No. He was locked up for preaching the word. So when he was out doing wrong, when he was out um, condemning Christians and he was doing all manners of wickedness, he wasn't being arrested. Uh, He became imprisoned. He became arrested when he was preaching Christ and miracles started to break out. And then from the place of um, isolation of a jail cell, he would write back, he would write these letters, these epistles that now are books in the Bible back to people that he met along the way, people that he had mentored along the way, communities that he was a part of along the way. And he would write them back and he would encourage them to continue in the grace, to continue the course, to finish the race. He was encouraging them when he himself needed encouragement. He was encouraging them. And through encouraging them, he was encouraging himself. And in each and every epistle, when you read chapter 1, verse 1, it says very similar statements. In Romans chapter 1, verse 1, it says, Paul, a bondservant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated to the gospel of God. Yeah, that one who stood right there at the stoning of Stephen. Then he says again in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 1, Paul called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God and our brother. Then Second uh, Corinthians chapter 1, verse 1, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God and Timothy, our brother. So he starts off reinforcing who he is in Christ. So that's how we need to start out our day when we're making decisions, when we're moving throughout the day. We have to start off with that affirmation of who we are in Christ. We're appointed. That's why Nicodemus, that encounter, that encounter that Nicodemus had in John chapter (laughs) 3, Nicodemus had this tremendous encounter with Jesus Christ. He says, Rabbi. And he didn't say, I think. Rabbi, we know that you come from God. You are a teacher come from God. And he explained why. They come to that conclusion because no one can do these things Except he comes from God. God is with him. And it was one who came. It was yeah. Nicodemus was who came. came. Yeah. And he's talking about we who had a conversation, but we didn't come. No. Only Nicodemus <laughs> came. Yeah. So there were people who realized the power of Jesus Christ, but, did it come? but they didn't make the journey. Yeah. Are you going to see something about this guy who made mm-hmm. the journey this morning? And then he says, Jesus, how can you do it? How can I do this thing? Jesus says, Nicodemus, you must be what? Born again. He says, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And further on in the life of Nicodemus and Jesus, at the time of his death, Nicodemus showed up. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, with a yeah. hundred pounds. pounds. 
of of um, myrrh yeah. and, uh, and the things that and anointing things to anoint oh, Jesus's dead body. body. He, he shows, shows up. up. With a hundred pounds on, of this stuff to anoint the body of Jesus Christ. He Dad, shows up with Dad. Joseph to be able to give a place for yes. the Lord's body to, to lay, lay a new tomb that, that had been hewn oh. from stone that nobody else had laid. So he arose to be a man of power who was be able to bring provision to sow into the burial of Jesus Christ, to sow into the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Because he was what? Born, Born again. again. So the things <laughs> that he was wondering about, he began to experience. Because oh. it talks about Nicodemus. It talks about this early encounter here yeah. in John chapter 3. Yeah. He's mentioned two other times. Yes. One other time, he talk, He talks the people down. How many better they, know all, the word? <laughs> oh, I love the word. They're all getting in the stir about <laughs> Jesus. And then he just makes a simple statement. And he, he just shuts them all down with a simple statement that Nicodemus makes. Mm. He just shuts He just shuts them down. They're in, the, they're in this. They're chaotic and they're yeah. all this against Jesus. And Nicodemus just makes a simple statement. He just shuts it all down. Mm. So he began to have authority on his word. Yes. People began to ponder off of his words yeah. because he came now into this born again, again. empowerment oh, on, through the authority of Jesus Christ. Then he present, is presented again after the crucifixion yeah. when the disciples who loved Jesus, Jesus. the <laughs> disciples who were with Jesus every day, they yeah. didn't ask no. to bring his body down. No. It was Nicodemus Demus. and Joseph. Joseph. They asked, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, for his body. They asked Pilate for the body. Yes. And the ones that loved him that was all crying, they didn't they didn't ask. They didn't operate in that authority. But they came and they asked for the body to be released onto them. And then through their own provision, the yeah. tomb that Joseph already owned. Yes. This is not Joseph the daddy. This was yeah. Joseph, the, another person yeah. that he already owned. The Nicodemus with 100 pounds. pounds of spice. They had yes. a prosperous life and yeah. they were in position. They had authority. Why? Because they were born again. Yeah. You're born again. That's what we teach here on this radio station. You're born again. And they were operating outside of their emotions. Yes. The disciples were operating in their emotions. They were crying. Yeah, yes. Is that, is that, is that, um, can you say yes? That's, that, they should have been. Yes, they should have been crying. Yes, they should. They loved him. They were close <laughs> to them. They have an emotional um, time. But they operated in their authority. Yes. Right then, Joseph and Nicodemus, they yeah. operated in their position of authority right then and they were able to do what emotion couldn't do emotion didn't ask the yes. right questions yes i so love this thing a simple man outside of the 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 the, the born again experience mm-hmm. couldn't do anything but we know for sure after he got that breakthrough in john chapter 3 mm-hmm. which we asked or make your day count family to read and he, he, he was puzzled when Jesus says, you must be born again. Mm-hmm. Because he was such a learned man. He says, what do you mean by being born again? Mm-hmm. Can a man be born when he's, when he's old? He can't enter back into his mother's womb biologically? It's impossible. So what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean by this born again? Jesus says, Nicodemus marvel not. Don't question what I say to you. Don't question what I say to you. Believe it. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. But that which is born of the spirit, man, is spirit. Hallelujah. The things of God is awesome. Can I hear an amen out there? 
this morning. God's truth, God's power, God's love, God's grace is awesome. Mm -hmm. When you come into a personal relationship mm -hmm. and experience mm -hmm. with God, mm -hmm. then you get the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Then you get the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Then you can throw your hands up and says, all to Jesus, mm -hmm. all to Jesus. Mm -hmm. I surrender mm -hmm. all. Oh. All to him I freely give. Mm -hmm. I will ever love and trust him every day of my life. Mm -hmm. That's a born-again experience, mm -hmm. man. Yeah, just like you talk uh, yeah. about Peter. Yeah. You say Peter, when Peter denied Christ, denied Christ, denied Christ. Yeah. But then when he, after the resurrection, after yeah. the ascension, when the Holy Spirit was released, Peter began to speak with yeah. a boldness. Yes. And he said, no, these men, they're not drunk at 9 o'clock in the morning. That's the power of the Holy Spirit yeah. that has come upon them. And he begins to minister the words of Joel. Yeah. So he begins to minister the word. When we are ministering the word, when we are standing on the word, it is undisputable. Yes. Before it was, oh, were you a Jesus? No, it wasn't me. Yeah, it was. Oh, we we think that we saw you with him. No, it wasn't me. Somebody else. Yeah. It was in it was in the flesh. Yes. But when he was operating in the spirit, yeah, encounter, he get that encounter. The word came out. <laughs> yeah. Just said, you don't got to worry about what to say. I'll put my words in, in your, your mouth. mouth. Yeah. So when we fill ourselves with the word, and then we have the Holy Spirit that's able to draw it out when it's needed. Man, an encounter with mm -hmm. God. Can you hear it? An encounter with God. Can you hear it this morning? When I have an encounter with God, it changes my entire life. My whole life changes. And the word now just sort of flows out. We want to invite you to join us at Celebration Tabernacle this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. The address is 1010 Dixon Boulevard. Come see us at 10 a.m. as pastor ministers the word. Don't give up on your dream. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. He calms the storm so that its waves are still. Hear the sound? On WMIE 91.5 FM. When the mountains look so big. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy a special message recorded live at East Coast Christian Center. <laughs>